Hello, I'm your host, Mr. Chuck, a retired accountant turned truck driver. I reduced my debt in a relatively short period of time. Debt reduction to achieve financial freedom takes commitment, confidence, determination. Getting started reducing debt. Debt can be overwhelming, difficult to reduce. What is the first steps in getting debt under control? First to identify what caused this problem, then try to eliminate the problem. The number one problem for most people is you're spending way too much. You don't have the money to pay for it, so you put it on credit cards. Another common problem is maybe you got laid off or a something bad happened in your life and you didn't have the money available to pay for it, so you put it on credit cards or you borrowed money to pay for it. No matter what happened, you now have a debt problem. And once you identify you have a debt problem, can you eliminate the cause of that problem? That's step number one. When you can eliminate that cause of the debt problem, then you're heading towards a brighter future. You're heading towards getting your debt under control and you're getting it managed back to where it should be. My debt reduction program has built-in safeguards of anything bad would happen in your life. You would have some money, if not all the money, to pay for that without having to use credit cards or to borrow money. In my show notes, I have three articles that I'm going to refer to. But before you get started, you need to know more about how to get out of debt and the common ways to do it. And then one of the first articles in there is how to reduce your debt by Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. And there's a link in my show notes. Getting out of debt is possible when you know what you owe and what you can do to repay it. If you're ready to begin paying down your debt, start with these three steps. Step one, understanding debt reduction strategies. There are two basic strategies that can help you reduce debt. The high interest rate method and the snowball method. The high interest rate method is also known as the avalanche method. And with the high interest rate method is pro to focus on your debt like credit cards and student loans with the highest rate of interest. The goal is to pay off the highest interest rate debt as quickly as possible because it's costing you the most. While it may not feel like you're making progress, this method will help you eliminate your costliest debts first, which can save you money in the long term. The snowball method focuses on your smallest debt. The goal is to get rid as soon as possible. You keep on making minimum payments on all your debts and you put any extra funds you have towards paying off the smallest debt. This will help you pay it off sooner. Once you paid off the smaller debts in full, dedicate that freed up money to the next smallest debt. This way you create a snowball of payments as you eliminate each debt Unlike higher interest rate methods, you'll see progress quickly as you pay off smaller debts. 
However, you may end up paying more in the long run as you won't be focusing on the larger or more costly debt. Step two is to create a debt reduction plan. And that's put together a strategy that's right for you. And in this article, there's a link to a worksheet. I hadn't looked at it, but any worksheet you can use is a good thing. To use the worksheet, you need copies of your bills and interest payment information. If you're motivated by saving the most money while paying off your debt, the highest interest rate method might be the right choice for you. However, if you're motivated by seeing progress quickly, then you may want to consider the snowball method. Choose the strategy that's best for your situation and put it in action. And that's the key is you just got to do something. And then step three is organize your monthly bills. Understand what you owe and when will help you manage your debt. You, you, you can use a bill calendar to keep all your information in one place as you tackle your debt. Use the bill calendar to see all your bills and plan when they are due. Keeping track of your monthly expenses can help put you one step closer to reaching your goals. Take control of your finances. Well, these items are good for you to use. It's not the way I do it, but this is a starting point. And I'm going to go over my plan towards the end or the middle. Another article from My Money Coach is Five Steps to Get Out of Debt. And they make some good suggestions here. Small payments add up to pay off credit card debts. One of the best ways to deal with debt is breaking large balances down into management payments based on a realistic budget. Charging $5,000 on a credit card takes mere moments. To pay off $5,000 is no small task. However, setting a goal to pay off $150 a month is much more realistic starting point. Some people might break it down even farther, so it's a weekly goal. They look for ways each week to save about $35 so they can meet their goals. Small changes can really add up over time and pay off on a really big credit card bill. Two is to accelerate your payments to pay off debt faster. And if you have a credit card, I know the payment is due once a month, but if you can pay some of it on every pay period, you're going to pay it off faster, even though it's not due. And maybe you make the first payment, and maybe then know the, the payment's not due then when it's due normally, but keep on making all the payments. And my debt reduction plan I'm going to talk about is going to help you do all this. Keep your money safe from yourself and avoid spending what's holding you back. You know, you got to track your expenses. That's the lifeline to your personal finances is tracking your expenses and then you got to create a spending plan that's also known as a budget. And I call a budget a control center. It's where you control everything, where you can keep track of everything and know what's going and when it's due and how much you paid and maybe where you're overspending. And you can look at those items and cut back. Sometimes you may be overspending one month compared to the previous month but there may be a good reason for it. Maybe it's something you had to do, or maybe you had a bill that's due quarterly, so you didn't pay it the previous month, but it was due in the current month. 
Small changes add up, so make them work for you. And another article is from the Money Coach that 12 of the most effective ways to get out of debt, pay more than a minimum. I disagree with that. Spend less than spend less than you plan to spend. I agree with that. Pay off your most expensive debt first. Buy a quality used car rather than a new one. Consider becoming a one-car household. Reduce your grocery bill. Get a second job. Pay down your debt aggressively. Track your spending and identify areas to cut back. Get a consolidation loan. That's the last resort. Refinance your mortgage. Mortgage rates are going up now, so refinancing may not be a good idea if you have a low rate. And speak with a credit counselor. No, I don't think you have to. Create a spending plan. Again, a budget. So that's the articles. Now I'm going to go over why I do it. Once you identify why you have a debt problem, and once you can nip that in the bud and quit doing it, the first step is to quit using credit cards, quit creating a new debt. And this is probably one of the hardest steps to do. Because you're so used of using credit cards to pay for things, maybe even some of your monthly bills, you're going to have to stop doing that. And maybe you're using all the money you get from your paycheck to pay towards those credit cards. So that's why I say make the minimum payment on all your loans. Do not make any extra payments at this time. And then the second thing you need to do is once you get used to paying all your bills with your paycheck or with your income that's coming in, you're no longer using credit cards, you got a good handle on everything, you need an emergency fund. An emergency fund is nothing more than a savings account where you park your money in and you're not going to earn a whole lot of interest nowadays on a savings account. So it's a place for you to put your money in and you're going to accumulate your money and it's going to be there in case an emergency happens. An emergency is something that doesn't happen on a regular basis. It's something that's unusual and something that you need to pay for, such as you blow a tire on your automobile, you need two new tires, or maybe you have children, maybe one of them breaks your arm, breaks the arm and you have the co-pay for the doctor. So you need the money to pay for these things. So once you have a minimum amount set up and save for your emergency fund, and you should be starting at at least $1,000, then you accumulate, you keep accumulate your extra money. Well, it's not really extra, but you keep accumulating your money until you build that savings account, your emergency fund up to about $3,000. The whole time you're building that up, it's available for you to use in case there's an unusual event or an emergency that happens that you need to pay for. The idea here is that you quit using your credit cards and you quit borrowing money. So the more you have, the better off you're going to be. Once you get up to 3000 and we got a minimum of 1000 that $2,000 in there, once all your bills are paid or you know you can pay all your bills for the month, then take that $2,000 and apply it 
to one of your debts. It's, you can go two ways, but this is what I recommend. Get your lowest balance credit card first and try to pay it off or pay it as close to zero as possible. And once the lowest balance one is paid down, do not cancel the credit card, but keep it and keep it open. Because if you cancel it, that's going to reduce your available credit and it's going to hurt your credit score. Then after you've achieved that goal, you accumulate more money in your emergency fund. You get back up to 3000 again. And now you want to apply that to the highest interest rate credit card first. Your highest interest rate loan. It could be a student loan. I don't know. But generally, a credit card is going to be the highest rate or maybe some type of personal loan, a payday loan or something. Get those paid off next and apply it to that. And then you keep doing the same thing over and over and over until you get your credit cards paid off. And once all your credit cards are paid off, then you start looking at other debt that you owe. Maybe you have two car loans. You keep doing the same thing over and over and you apply off a car loan, maybe both car loans. Maybe you have a line of credit on the home. You get that paid down. And the very last thing you're going to pay off would be your mortgage, the first mortgage on your home. Because nowadays you should have a fairly low rate. Anything under 5% is a low rate. That'd be the last thing you want to pay off. So you want to quit using credit. You want to set up a a savings account. You want to make a minimum payment on all your debt until you accumulate enough money to make a big lump sum payment. Because as long as that money is in that savings account, you can use it in case there's an emergency. So you're kind of doing, taking care of two problems in one, one item. It's, it's easy to do. You can keep track of it. That, you know, sounds good and easy, but I don't know. I have five credit cards. I got three car loans. I got a line of credit. I got a mortgage. How do I keep track of all this? Well, first thing you do is keep the statements. Keep all your statements and put them in order. You're going to categorize them. You're going to put your mortgage statement, your line of credit. You're going to put that in one pile. You're going to put your car loans in another pile and you put all your credit card debts in another pile and you're going to sort them by the highest interest rate on them to the lowest interest rate because you're going to work from the top to the bottom take the one off the top get it paid off and then at the very start you find the credit card or the loan that has the smallest balance that you can pay off first and why am i saying doing that i say to do that because it's going to It could take you two, three, or six months just to get, quit using credit cards, to get back on just using your paycheck, your income to pay your monthly bills. And it might take you a while. So then you want to have all this stuff in order so that you can either put it in a spreadsheet so you can track it, put it, because I have a budget spreadsheet that you can put it in and you can track it and it just makes life simpler. How do you do it? How do you know when your bills are due? How do you know when all your monthly bills are due? Well, that's the lifeblood of your personal finances, and it's called tracking. Tracking is nothing but a 
a program, an application, some software you can run on your computer that you put in everything that goes into your checking account and out of your checking account. Every time you charge a payment, make a payment on a credit card, you're tracking it. Every time you use your credit card, you're tracking it. So you know how much you're spending at all times. You know the outstanding balance on all your credit cards at all times. The software I use is called Count About. It's all one word, countabout.com. It's like $9.99 a year. Don't pay any of the extra fees. Just use the basic one. Enter everything manually. Don't download it from your, from your bank account. Enter it manually. That way you will know what's going on in your finances. That's the lifeblood of your personal finances. And the control center is your budget or your spending plan. A budget is nothing. Yeah, I, I like that spending plan. I like it. Call it a control center because, you know, by tracking and you're using some software, you can create some reports, print them out. Now you got the numbers handy to do your budget. The easiest way to get started on doing a budget is track for at least 30 days do a report, and then do a spreadsheet. The first column, you're going to call it budget. That's your numbers that you actually spent the first 30 days. Actual is the second 30 days or the second month you're doing it. Third column is difference. A minus B equals C. If C, if B is less than A, you're doing good. If B is more than A, you're doing bad. Pretty simple. So you want to see the difference as being a negative number. That means you're spending less. I can't make it any easier than that. I'll be back in one moment with my final thoughts. If you want to contact me to request my spreadsheet for the budget or leave a comment or ask a question, you can send it using my email, reduce debt increase wealth at gmail.com reduce debt increase wealth is all together no spaces if you like to ask a question put question in the subject if you like to request my monthly budget put that spreadsheet in the subject matter if you want to leave a response of any kind just put comment in the subject matter I will get back to you as soon as possible. Being in debt can be overwhelming. You feel like you're working for the bank or mortgage companies. You're not making any progress in life. You think you are. Maybe you thought you were when you were spending your money or whatever happened that caused you to get all this credit card debt. But in the long run, you're not getting, you get to a point where you're not moving forward. You're not saving money. Your goal should be saving money and eventually investing money so that when you get older in life or something or you start a family and start having children, you have some money available to pay for things that you're going to need because your income may not keep up with your lifestyle. So how do you get started? 
The first step is once you identified the problem and you eliminate the problem and you quit using credit cards and you're paying all your monthly bills with your paycheck. When I'm saying monthly bills, I mean your rent or your mortgage, all your utilities, your food, your gasoline for the car, your car payment, your mortgage payment, stuff like that. Things that are due every month that you have to pay in order to live, to have your lifestyle, no matter what it is. Then you should have money to set aside into a savings account, an emergency fund for that unexpected item that pops up in your life. And once you have that, then getting your debt under control becomes much easier. But how do you get to that point? Well, the first thing is you got to track your spending. You need to use a program. You need to put in all the data and don't you go to your checking account online and say, well, I can see everything I spent my money on. That ain't gonna work. Maybe your bank account can do you some reports. Maybe they can't, mine don't. If it does, it's not the way I like it. It's gonna be hard for you to do anything. That's why I use an online program to do it. And I manually enter it every week, every payday. I put in my paycheck, how much it is, because it's different every week, and all the bills I paid, all the money I spent, and including the one credit card I use that I pay off every month. Now, one of the ways you can get around of doing a lot of detail is have a second checking account that you set up that you put in some money for that pay period. I do $75 a week. Whenever I use that debit card, I don't have to keep track of nothing because I know when that goes under $75, I can't spend no more, I'm done. I, I know I've spent all the money that I have budgeted to spend it. And I didn't have to keep track of all that detail. I tracked one thing, the $75 a week that went out of my main checking account into that checking account. And that's all I do with it. I don't even do it online. I don't enter nothing because I know $75. Maybe you can set it up for $300 and then you can use it for groceries or maybe getting a haircut. I don't use it for gasoline for the car. That comes out of my main checking account. Just for food, entertainment, maybe in little miscellaneous stuff is what I use it for. And that reduces the amount of detail I have to keep track of. That's a little hot tip there you can use. But if you don't do tracking, you're not going to be able to create reports to do your control center, to do a budget so that you can now look at last month, this month, or once you've been doing it for six months, the numbers for your budget that you put in the budget column or your spending plan should be pretty much the same month in and month out. It shouldn't change a whole lot. So the only numbers you're updating are the actual. And you can go in, what I do is go in and create a report 
from the beginning of the month to that particular date I'm working on by category. And I put the numbers in my in my budget. And then the next time I do it, I beginning of the month, just, just that next date, maybe it's the second week or the third week of the month. And it's updating and giving me totals. And I just updating the totals and it's giving me the difference. And as I do that, I can see, huh, my housing went way over. What happened? I can go in my tracking and look at what happened in housing. That Why did it go way over? Oh, my homeowner's insurance is due once a year and I paid it. Or I had a major repair plumbing problem and I fixed it. But now I know what happened. So I'm not worried about it. So I don't change my budget amount because I know this is a one-time event that only happens every once in a while, maybe once a year for the insurance, maybe once every five years for the repair or less. That keeps your life easy. And it doesn't take a long time to update this program and to do your budget. And your budget should be broken down to housing, transportation, uh, living, debt, debt that's different than housing and transportation, which would be your credit card and student loan debt or whatever personal loans you may have. That, that keeps it simple. So you only got, what, three, four categories. And it's not that difficult. And you can keep track of what's going on in your life. What's going on in your personal finance life is important. That's the only way you can keep your goals and meet your goals, whether it's to reduce your debt, save money for next year's vacation, save money for the second car or your whatever you're saving money for, you can keep track of it and you'll know, okay, I want to put $200 a month in my savings account and never touch it again and I'm doing it. I'm doing $400 a month and I'm doing that. And I know I don't ever have to pull back out again unless I want to. So keeping track and having control is the key to managing your debt and reducing your debt. And if you do all these things, you'd be glad you did so.